0: and gentlemen, welcome to Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet.
1: Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet. I am Al Lucas. I know, the weird voice, it's not the normal crew, but here we are. It's my debut, and today I have a panel with me who's going to help me discuss... Basically watch my life. Close to the mountaintop but not quite there. All the superstars that almost get to the wall tile but don't get there. So today in my panel I do have a, a good mix of superstars that do know what that feels like. <laughs> so to my left I'm going to start with this man. He trains like the rock. He's built like the rock.
2: Heard even eats like the rock. Sadly he looks male like Crash Holly. It's <laughs> Stephen <laughs> It's going to go easy on you for your debut, but see that, that's right out the window. (laughs) (laughs) The leash is half. Don't worry, you've got an easy one.
1: And next. I asked for brains, I asked for charisma, talent, a man with a stellar reputation. However, Gary wasn't available, so I've been given Derek Oh, Oh, ow, ow, ow. You're still my house buddy, mate. Don't worry about You're <laughs> done. You're done after that. Face wash. worse. <laughs> oh, no. Sitting next to him, he is the poor man Seamus. However, he has a better heavyweight punch than him. As we all know, because he's out punching Seamus with the missus he has. It's Mr. My Podcast, Stevie Wilson. How's it going, Alan? <laughs> How you doing, mate? All right. no, I'm not, I, I was okay until I got abs- <laughs> Until I got a Seamus as in turn. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, the man to my right. He's been to, he's been known to cut more lines than Pete Dockett and K Moss combined. All he does is this, he gets away with it. <laughs> <laughs> my main man, Quack J. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. So, I'd give five stars for that. I did warn him I was coming for him. (laughs) (laughs) As always, say save the worst for last. (laughs) Oh you. (laughs) (laughs) So, So welcome to the show. Uh, For any of you that have listened to us before, uh, welcome back. Also, any new uh, listeners, please listen, subscribe for our back catalogue and our podcast excuse me if I could speak today <laughs> for our catalogue and other episodes please subscribe to us on all good podcasting sites on iTunes Android and Spotify follow us on social media on Facebook Twitter and Instagram at Suplex Retweet like what you hear give us a rating we're happy to hear whatever and as well as that there's still time to vote for us on the Independent Wrestling Awards head over to IndependentWrestlingAwards.com and vote for each Sleep Suplex Retweet in the Media of the Year category once you're at it for either Stacey or Quacken in the fan of the year category. We, we are, are not, the fans. We are not picky. We'll take either one. Absolutely. I, absolutely. So yes, we're going to discuss some superstars who arguably should have been world champion, never quite made it. It's a massive, massive topic. Um, for the sake of this show, I've just stuck it to the WWF slash WWE title. And we're going to begin with arguably the most debated superstar in history. This topic, the British Bulldog. So I'm going to start with Stevie. What do you think about the British Bulldog in this character?
3: Well, I think it's quite fitting. Obviously, being a Scottish broadcast, being in the UK, that we start with the bulldog. I think he's arguably the greatest that ever came from the UK. I think it's him. always fair to say. Yeah. And looking at the, the compliments he had, how how close he was. Obviously, he was run up in the Royal Rumble. It's a great surprise, probably to many, that he's not. That he didn't win the world title. Mm-hmm. Didn't really have a lot of shots. I don't actually think he had a few in the early nineties. But not really much there but a guy with a hell of a um, hell of athleticism but uh, potentially let down by the fact maybe he was british mm-hmm. t- well, think been... i, I have no argument with that
4: hey, i normally pull out the race cards don't you <laughs> but you know
3: what but you know what that would have been like you know it's like oh he's british he's gonna get that close and then stop
1: you know. yeah well there's a lot of people saying that online this just, I, I was doing a bit of research i didn't realize how heatly debated this actually is um you know stack coming to you um do you think one of the other major things I've talked about is the fact he's part of the Hart legacy? Do you think that held him back?
2: Not really, because I mean, we were all really successful and they were at the, the biggest stable in WWE at one point, especially if you'd be Shawn Michaels and Triple H. That was such a build up. I don't know about a build up. He, 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 pretty, he was athletic, he looked the part, but I think it was kind of a few times you'd heard like, interviews of people, it was a bit unreliable. And I'm thinking they're kind of like, well, if we put this on him, could he either let it let us done with it, or could he make it look bad? So that was, I think, that's what held him back. He was he was a bit unreliable. Mhm.
4: There's
2: a lot of people who said that online as well. Um, you know, what about yourself? Do
1: you do you agree with that, or do you think it was maybe something like? All people say this is lack of charisma. It maybe held him back.
5: I think there was a there was a perfect opportunity for him to to win it after ninety two SummerSlam when he beat when he beat breath the Intercontinental and yeah. during that stage it was a it was quite a logical process where he won the Intercontinental, had it for a had it for a while, dropped it and then challenged for the heavyweight. And that didn't seem to really happen with the is you know, as as far as I can as I can remember, because that was a sort of my peak time watching um watching the wrestling at that time. Me and my evil brother were watching at that time. Um, but
3: uh, I think we had the, the perfect opportunity. Um, after that, and it didn't really happen. Mm. Mm. Right. Did he not? He, kind of, he left. Quite so. He went to WCW yeah, and he, he came did. back. And mm-hmm. then he kind of flip flopped for a few years. Back to WWE and WCW. Went to WCW in the ni- nineteen ninety seven. Yeah. And then he came back in 1999 with the, just the jean look and everything and the short hair <sighs> and he just. Didn't feel like the Bulldog anymore,
1: you know. But it had the did have a world title shot that one, and it that year. Well, what I've had a look, and he actually apparently only ever had uh, three heavyweight title shots in his whole career. Three right? between WWF and WCW. Again, if what I've seen is correct, uh, he had a chance uh, against Diesel in your house four Winnipeg, which he won via DQ because Triple H uh, interfered with that one. Uh, he also lost to Bret Hart in your house five. Hitting the Hershey Pennsylvania, and again like you said when he came back he lost in the six pack match at Unforgiven 99 to Triple H mm. so um, you know a lot of people have said as well in regards to his charisma he had very poor mic skills do you feel going back at that time that would have been really important especially back in the 90s uh, well the 90s was a lot of, it was a lot of character work mm. pretty much the characters
3: were more important in the 90s than actual pure wrestling ability so that probably because he was probably one of the most gifted wrestlers at that point in time where you had characters like for example the mountain and that type of stuff yeah. who were quite prominent and these were the guys, I mean the what was it, Duke the Dumpster, the dumpster drowsy and everything like that you know when you get guys like that you know they're the ones that the kind of Vince kind of liked they were much more prominent at that point in time so mm. and it was also after the, he was hitting his peak maybe around about the steroids scandal time yeah. so maybe didn't want to push him because he had that kind of look I'm not obviously, making, I'm obviously not saying anything, but he had that kind of look of mm-hmm. somebody who was well-built so didn't want to put attention on him, so it yeah. could have been something like that as well, you know?
1: Yeah, from my status point, he definitely had that look, being the next big guy, but mm-hmm. for whatever reason, it just didn't seem to happen. Um, but another thing a lot of people seem to see is when you talk about, right, fair enough, he was unlucky, he was never the WWF slash WWE champion, but it seems like he's actually the European title. Uh, what do you think of that, Derek? I, I he
5: won that twice, didn't he, I'm sure okay. he had that the title twice, and... Um, So, in terms of, if anybody was going to represent the European Championship at that time, I think Bulldog was more than worthy of holding it at that time, you know, he was pretty much one of the only European wrestlers in the Mm -hmm. WWE at that that time um, as well, so I think he's definitely
2: worthy of
1: it. Yeah, totally agree. I mean, apparently the rumours he was given, that was created because of broken promises from McMahon. Do you feel that 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 title should have kept going on and should still be going on as a legacy to build up?
2: I loved the European title in WWE and honestly, I kind of hoped, seeing when they brought the whole NXT UK, I know Pete Dunne's the UK champion, but I'd have loved to have seen that title. The only thing with that title was it was, to me, a prestigious title. Hmm. Then you just started passing it from people to people and it kind of lost its luster, but it used to have... Amazing feuds with people wear with it and it did keep it like really prestigious. You had like I mean the feud with Triple H he he had that and the feud they have their own heart for it. <clears throat> um well, you did so many like the championships wear and then float up. you'll bring it back but never did. They retired retired it in two
3: thousand and two. So uh, I think it was R V D the he they merged that into continental title. But remember a you about all the great feuds, but then you also had the likes of Midian finding it in Shane's bag Aye. Mm-hmm. type ones that kind of... But that as well, the, people.
2: The, the X-Pac versus Shane feud, well, that was, really, that was, pro, that it was, was really
3: amazing. Really, that was really prominent, and the thing as well, Shawn Michaels had it in Montreal, as well, he was holding that European title Aye. At, that, at that point in time,
1: mm-hmm.
3: so that showed just how important it was that you had the biggest feud in the company and the European mm-hmm. title was held by Sean Michaels.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. It was a fantastic title and I agree with you, I, I would love to see it back sometime, and there has been talk of it, but hopefully we'll see it in the future. You never know. So, next one I'm going to talk about, uh, for me, is probably M- Moon Bulldog is the the one it should have been. This is like the greatest person should have won it and never did. Razor Ramon. Um, I know it's kind of debatable, but, you know, I'm going to start with you, Dick. Razor Ramon. Do you think he should have had that title or do you feel he's a, just too good a solid midcarder? The
5: bad guy. The bad guy. The bad guy. Um, it's an interesting one because he has. He won pretty much everything else in the mm-hmm. WWE, you know, and when he was at um, WCW as well. You know, he sort of had everything as well, but it's a it's a tricky mm-hmm. one. He had a. Did he not have a title match with Brett at 93 Rumble mm-hmm. 94, well. 94, yeah.
1: 94, yeah, sorry, there. was it? Actually, he's
5: one and only like, title, title shot for heavyweight title. You know, he was he was when when he first came out. You know, he sort of had this sort of Colombian American bad boy yeah. image and stuff like that, and it was something you know different. And you know, having it on someone like him that everybody loved to hate when he had these big toothpicking. He yeah, yeah. people and stuff like that you know he must have caught people in the eye at some He must have hit people <laughs> with it definitely but Back then people the
1: were man, tougher Yes! The man still
4: the I mean, I've had two eye operations and I feel like that, that's the most sore for going in, <laughs> in wrestling when I see
5: that happen So there's definitely a good case I think mm. there's definitely a good case from he have been the, been the champ at one time, I mean he was obviously a very successful Intercontinental champ at one mm. point as well but I think that's definitely a really good
1: case for me Yeah, absolutely. Especially the WrestleMania 10 ladder match. Arguably the greatest ladder match ever. I totally agree. Um, Strat, a lot of people talk about Razor Ramon slash Scott Hall. The reason he didn't get the title is because of his personal demons. Do you think that has definitely been a factor
2: in hindering his career? I see. I think it's the same again. It's the same as the Bulldog. It's it's just say his personal demons, he's a bit unreliable. Because you need to think of the long-term picture. If you want to put a title on somebody, one and they're going to be around to for all the obligations, and two, they're the face of the company, so you, you can't have them doing things that are going to make you look bad, because mm-hmm. a little harm to RVD. He, he won the title at ECW One Night Stand, held it for, what was it, 44 days, mm-hmm. and they just got stripped off because he obviously got caught, driver under the influence. I think they're like, oh, no, we can't have anybody kind of make us look bad. Yeah, It's their belt, that's on them at the end of the day. Yeah, no, totally that. totally agree. Um, Steve, I'm
1: going to come to you about this other topic. It just came up. They reckon the NWO slash Kevin Nash Association handled his career and they say Nash squashed him and pushed him back to the mid Do you agree with that? Uh, when you're kind of looking around about
3: that time and you've got McMahon and he's kind of looking at who you could make as the big, next big guy, you've got Scott Hall, who obviously... That had the look, but was, you look at, compared to Kevin Nash, he was seven foot tall, he was imposing, yep. he was a, he was obviously was cool, big daddy cool, you know, <laughs> frilly so pants. I <laughs> those I would the frilly pants cheap. But uh, in the comparison to, it, I mean, if you had to maybe pick one, he maybe would have went with uh, Nash as well. But obviously the that was obviously the end time as well where we had the click, the day two Triple H Shawn Michaels, you know how much of an impact that would have made backstage, you know. I mean Vince, still you he can't help, you he can't push them all. Somebody's gonna maybe have to suffer. Yeah. Obviously Triple H is the up and comer. Michael was in Diesel these guys, so Scott Hall's probably just gonna be that mid carder mm-hmm. You know, even though he's got the personality. Maybe that was kinda of shown at the point where he was putting over the one, two, three kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that turn face wasn't yeah. quite the same, you know. it's just like he's just gonna be the guy to help these other talent.
1: Yeah. Well absolutely. Um, sort of like the, the, he's kind of like Chris Jericho is to us now today, today really in that aspect. You think about it.
3: Yeah, I mean, but the, the, his character probably deserves the world title. That yep. character alone. I mean, when he went to WCW, it was with Scott Hall. It was kind of obviously it was more generic. It was more personal the character. Mm-hmm. But you know, the Razor one was ju- it was just as we said earlier on. The toothpick was brilliant. It was a one of the best heel heel
2: things ever. You know I mean? What. That's quite good. What's worse than a stick in the
3: eye?
2: <laughs> people still do the whole thing you used to do, doing that and doing that. I've, I've still seen people on wrestling things doing that, mm-hmm. and this is what you, know, you may want to describe to the listeners. What you're <laughs> all right, <laughs> we should do a video podcast. No, I should, shouldn't. I? Um, the whole shaking the fist and then putting your arms out I've seen people in the crowds and I'm, they're quite young and they're still doing it. And I'm like, ah, how do you know what that is? And then obviously WWE vaults kind of they look back and go, oh who was Scott Hall, who was this? And they're watching the matches and hopefully they're going, oh, that's actual wrestling.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, just one last thought in regards to Razor Ramon, Scott Hall. A lot of people have said online that the, them jumping to WCW the way they did, the shock of it all, and then obviously coming back, do you think McMahon felt there was absolutely no trust again with Scott Hall because of that, the way you, forget the personal demons we just look at from jumping, WCW would affect that it's a hard one
3: because he put the belt on Hogan two months later Aye. so even, even though it, Hogan has got that reaction at WrestleMania 18 mm-hmm. so it's a, it's, a, it's a hard one to judge I don't really know I think when they
2: came back and done the NWO thing again with the and Shop and Shawn Michaels and X-Pac it kinda it didn't have the same pop to it. Yeah. it it felt kinda we'll try and reproduce this and bring back these old guys but by then you've got Austin, you've got The Rock, you've got all the new guys in their place, so it's like, we're just trying to cram them in there for the sake of it. It kind of felt like Vince was just trying to kill it. Obviously, it
3: was meant to be the poison for the rest of the roster, but it was, felt like he Poisoned themselves! He's pretty much just like, I'm just going to make these guys look absolutely rotten. I know, uh, Shawn Michaels super kicked the Booker T. It was, during that whole thing was one of the best kicks he's ever done in his career well the Sean Benjamin one well that was a great one as well but <laughs> it was just Booker's reaction
1: it made it even better I totally agree guys absolutely so I'm going to move on to the next guy this one's going to be out left field for a lot of people but for me he's one of my all time favourites Ken Shamrock um, a guy that I always felt should have been the title champion he had, from an aesthetics point of view again had the look Where come to you Derek first why do you think it just never happened with him? That's an interesting one as
5: well, because he did, again, he's sort of similar to Razor, where he won everything but. Mm-hmm. Um, he won the King of the Ring. Um, he came from obviously a mixed martial art background as well, which was something that I don't think we've seen a lot of mm-hmm. when, he came, when he came in as well. So, I don't know what this... You know, he was obviously labelled as well the world's most dangerous man yep. when he was in the WWF as well, so it's a it's, it's definitely a good one up for debate and you know, I really don't know why he didn't
1: you didn't you didn't want it, he didn't have it at one point. Yeah, no absolutely. I mean, I always thought he was really good technically in the ring. His promos weren't the best, but he wasn't maybe the best. I suppose yeah. He was supposed to most dangerous man. He's kind of like a retro Dean Ambrose sort of lunatic if you look back at him. Um Stephen I'm coming, to you do you think it's possible because round about the time he broke in, he just ran into the wrong time with the likes of the rock? And mankind in Austin there potentially, but you got to think about it, in 1998. Remember that? Who? I don't think
3: anybody. In the years followed, has such a good record against The Rock. The Rock, he just beat The Rock all the time, mm-hmm. and then battered them after the match, and then <laughs> The Rock, always, they always get disqualified. It was the. You when you think about it, the Survivor Series '98, was when The Rock obviously won the title for the first time. But glory of Uh I would argue not. <laughs> but <laughs> you get. You get five months earlier when Shamrock's the one who wins the ki- wins the King of the Rings. so mm-hmm. it, it, it's, it's weird because they obviously had they obviously wanted to do something with him, but mm-hmm. there was just something that was just stopping him. And I think it was I don't like how at that point he was hitting his momentum in 1998. They suddenly put him with Vince in the Corporation, and it seemed just it, it just seemed like a hired gun at that point in time, and he just kind of faded into the background until he again turned face and had that feud with Steve Blackman, which had all sorts mm-hmm. of different matches. It was one of, my earliest, one of my earliest memories, actually, was him and Blackman in the, the match in the in the car park. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about the dungeon. No, not the dungeon one. It's the one where they're, in the, they're all in the car park and everybody's got the uh. right. was
2: It was in this iron slap. I think somebody watched, like, AWOL, the John Claude Van Damme movie, and went, I've got an idea. <laughs> <laughs> Bing! <laughs> SummerSlam 99. name
1: he's that. yep. loved that I match. I actually liked
2: that match. I loved it. <laughs>
3: The thing about it was were they not like confused about the finish? Like, nah, they were like Let is we it, finish this. Is it, is it a pin? Is it a skate? Is it like, Oh wait, he's won. Cool.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now he left a month later. One. <laughs> yeah. Well, Sh Str- we come to you about that one? He had a lot of unusual matches sort of brought up there at the car park. He had the fight and you know, we mentioned Summer 99. Do you think an Orthodox, on, orthodox or Orthodox How about speak today? <laughs> the unorthodox matches that he had hindered potentially potential being champion because they didn't want their champion being involved in matches like that.
2: No, because I mean, you had, you've had you got guys who've been former champions who've been in dumb situation matches. I mean, you'd test Jericho against William Regal for the the Duchess-Queensbury rules with William Regal and that was just all over the place. But, the thing, I'm the same. I don't know why Ken Shamrock never became champion because, see, he made him King of the Ring. Mm-hmm. He'd beat the Rock and the crowd used to love it when he snapped at the end of it remember it was I think it was Royal Rumble or Wrestlemania he just started suplexing everybody before yeah. Brett Brock Lesnar even done it he was just suplexing referees suplexing security the guy selling the hot dogs he just started suplexing everybody and then they get it up and built it up and then it came to Breakdown 1998 you had the, yeah. the cage match which was a brilliant cage match triple threat with The Rock and Mankind You thought this is their new three they're going to maybe start implementing, but then it started to be that The Rock and Mankind were kind of just pulling away. And he was just left there static and lit right. But then he had the feed my own heart and I thought, well this could go somewhere. And it just, it just, it just seemed to never pick up momentum again after that. You see, he went to the corporation, they gave him that a to title. The whole stupid angle with Billy Gunn his sister. Then under, Undertaker uh, abducted his sister Aye
3: and That one he was just a, He was just the crazy guy Running about the back lo- Looking for his Looking for his sister And uh, he was the one That found Stephanie The first time that she got abducted Aye it So he was
2: He like, was trying to Do the whole it, No they tried to do the whole incest thing Didn't they We sister And he went I'm out I'm done Yeah that was that,
3: was that was Then he turned on face I think after aye. that, I mean, so that time was, And then that was the point He started I think he started Feuding with Vince When obviously The, the corporate ministry started And Vince was the higher power Yeah and then he had that one, at King of the Ring, where he just got. When you talk about him going mental, there's the one at the King of the Ring '99, where he's obviously he's been bleeding internally. Apart, what they said, then he's just in the back with a referee and the referee Spitting blood, just spitting blood in the referee. He just shout at the referee. This one referee just trying to calm him down. Like, stay.
2: I felt like, don't be as dumb as a box of rocks. He's just flinging people again. You're like, you're the original Brock Lesnar. It was just great,
3: just for that unhingedness. He didn't even need to speak I think he probably would have done better. In the current day WWE, and even at that point in
2: time, he didn't need to cut amazing promos. He didn't need to be the world's greatest talker. It was a legit fighter. That's all you needed. Even if you maybe gave him, let somebody like Paul Heyman talk for him. Problem solved. There's other guys who don't have good titles and canny day promos. Wanderousy, but <laughs> there's a lot of people who you don't need to be an amazing talker on the mic. There's guys who just they should be able to just do their wrestling ability, and that that's all. That's enough. That's all you need. You're not know, going somewhere to watch somebody talk. It's like, oh, this is fantastic. It's like two and a half hours, I read EastEnders. Re- <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, oh, no, no, I think we'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just went on a total Ken Shamrock rant there because I did I love the guy. I thought he was a mens. as a Piper.
1: Move on. <laughs> yes, yeah, very much. Yep, so the next person I want to speak about, um, one of the absolute all time greats, I think everyone will agree, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Um, most amazingly, he never ever had a shot at the heavyweight title in his entire career, which again I couldn't believe when I was doing my research and I'll happily stand corrected, but I, I did a lot of research, couldn't find anything. Um regards to you know that fact, I'm going with you, Derek, first, what does that say to you about the guy in regards to he felt like he didn't need a title?
5: I think I told you everything about him and his cat the character that he played no. as well. You know, he was he was very everybody liked him. Um in terms of his, his character when he first came out. The first, my first sort of memories of watching wrestling was his uh, boxing match with Mr. T. <coughs> me and Gary had the, the video in WrestleMania 2. Um, and that was sort of one of my first memories of it. And then he gets disqualified for him and slapping him up, slapping him in
0: a boxing match. <laughs> like, this guy. Fair,
5: I have seen boxing matches where that's happened. So
4: <laughs>
1: so
5: once, once we seen that, I was like, hey, that's a guy for me, so I've always really liked Piper, mm-hmm. as well. He done also other things like Piper's Pit.
1: Yeah.
5: How good was that when he when he done the sh- uh-huh. you know the shows and stuff like that as well? You know he was he was brought. I think it tells you everything about the man that he. You know he didn't really seem to. He won. Did he, he won the IC? Didn't he won the Intercontinental?
1: yeah Yep. He only won the Intercontinental Championship once, and he won the tag team. titles once. That was that. He won the tag team. didn't He yeah. That's like his whole career between WWF and WCW. That's crazy. I know. It's
5: mental when you think of that. Like a guy's well known and as respected as him as only won two titles in his whole time it's brilliant
3: because he helped define the classic heel Aye. Mm-hmm. it was that one where Jimmy Snooker and Piper's Pit with the coconuts oh. yeah. it's just like that is classic heel I mean it's just the disrespect and that type of stuff it was I, WrestleMania I 1 the heat was nuclear having him yeah. and off against Mr. T and Hogan you know it was just like they were paying for him to get absolutely battered but it, obviously as the years went on as you say the respect for him Mm-hmm. kind of grew and every time he came back there was a big pop I mean WrestleMania 21 Pipers pit with yep. him and Austin
4: yeah I, mean, I love it. two
3: that. of the guys just like that. I was just it was to see them
4: I was it Carlito they beat up? Y- yeah Carlito came out and said both of you are not cool <laughs> 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 And it's the fact that he when Carlito was up was about to enter the ring when he was talking to them. He's like, You look like Aunt Thelma. I was like brilliant. It was,
3: it was just the reactions every time he came back and it was the, the other one was the rumble in two thousand and eight where Snuka was in the ring and then Piper comes out and it's just mad it's in Madison Square Garden, obviously and the place just goes crazy. And the two of them just look like they could not move for anything. But the place has still gone mental to see them square off. It's just how well he defined history, and it was
1: just it was brilliant. No, absolutely. Um, no, His daughter, Ariel, uh, gave a quote recently when she was talk- asked about it and she said, when, growing up, all the kids used to ask him, why is your dad not the champion? He's the best guy, blah, blah, blah. And he always said that he never needed a title to go over. He didn't care for accolades and he had absolutely nothing to prove. Jack, what do you think of that? Kind of agree
2: with that? I think it's totally right. Sometimes you do see people get a title just to kind of them that plush. I, I say this way, NXT, the guys, they're doing it the right way. They're, they're, kind of, they're, they're getting really, really good. They give them a title just to bring them up a wee bit again, and then once they don't need that, and then they do the next level, they give somebody else to bring them up. It's the way it should be. It shouldn't you just get, I could just get to him, we will just get to him. But Piper was the kind of person that his matches are so good, he didn't need, he didn't need to go, oh, we'll slap it, I I'll slap kind of title on him, we'll slap the world title on him, we'll give him this, we'll give him that. The fact that his matches were that's a lot about somebody's wrestling ability and how their storytelling is, the fact that they can go out day a match, have people hating them, and it's not even for a title. Matches, matches, what you will look forward to because you're like, I don't care, this doesn't, need it. this doesn't need a title, it just needs that guy and that guy, that's it, that's all you need. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely, and
1: for me personally, he is the standard beer for any upcoming heel, Aye. that's who they should be looking at,
2: in my opinion. Although that was about 15-16 before I worked out it was in Scottish. <laughs> kind of I He's Scottish, right? Paper. He's for Canada.
4: Did you find out the same time you found out Santa Claus was
2: not real? Ah, oh, I've knew that. He's still not real. real. <laughs> so what are you talking about? Santa is real.
1: Strack is preparing for parenting early, and before Strack has a arcan sharp flaky, we're going to move on. And the next one, really an all debated one. um because some people argue he has been the WWF champion, others say no. I'm going to take it from the WWE's point of view, which is no, he has not been the world ch- heavyweight champion. The million dollar man, Ted DiBiase. So I'm going to start with Steven first. Do you agree he was world champion, or do you agree with WWE that he wasn't? Oh, it's not in the record books, man. It's not official, you know. <laughs> well, he officially was the world heavyweight champion for four house
3: shows. Yeah. So. Scott could throw Ross the title in the house and we say, oh, Ross could then go,
1: I'm the champ. Please don't do this because I've already been screwed at the title on a technicality. Well, Thank you. Uh, what, again? We will, what we
3: will do is we'll go to the McLeod's house and we'll take the belt and we'll give it to you. And That's now you can be
1: champion for eight days. That's fine. No. I'm we don't need to talk about the iconic McLeod twins. <laughs> you know, <laughs> no. iconics of ESSR. We can leave them out of this conversation. Thank you. it uh, D- <laughs> D- was brilliant. He was just... Oh he's I look
3: back and it's just like you think about it like the big matches he was in he never won the belt it was unreal. Just it was just an, the things I mean the what was it? Kicking the balls away from kids, you know. actually <laughs> yes. not 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 those balls <laughs> that, like, <laughs> as in an actual ball
4: well, right, An actual football, a, a actual football.
3: football. Football, whatever the Americans call it, but no, just some of the beach things ball. Yeah, beach ball. The things he did was just I mean, who could be that bad a heel? that They think I've never been champ. I will br- invent my own belt. No ideas, Ross.
4: <laughs>
5: How cool was that belt, though? Oh, oh it was great, was yeah, the it was the cool. Best belt ever. It's
2: haven't. just about kicking the, the footballs away from children. <laughs> it's yeah. It, but RVD was his first experience with ah, WWE. He was, he, was
3: with D, he was in the DBAZ segment. Wasn't he? he
2: came out and he's like, "I'll give you money to kiss my feet," and he done it. I don't know if they're going to keep the money, but... No, they actually did get
1: paid backstage, but the whole segment in front of camera was he made them humiliate them, and then didn't pay them, but they
2: were paid backstage. Aye, but I mean, the, the same against Piper, you don't really, if you're, if somebody's that good, that good at like a heel, you yet Again, even again. That's probably made him even more a worse person, is he just went, I like that man belt, I'll just wear it. Well, what was great though, was like it must have felt great, because he said this when he got his Hall of Fame induction, he was
3: just like, Vince just told me, Here's the money. live the gimmick. How cool would that be? Just to be going. Here's some money. Just go spend it. And like all you have to do is be an asshole to everybody.
5: Have you seen the promo for him <laughs> when when they made the belt for him? Aye, ah, when he's oh, in the it's shop. So good when he's in the jewellers <laughs> It's amazing. First, Mike comes in one time. What? Where's my belt? It's not ready yet. What do you want? And it? it's like more diamonds, and he does his <laughs> mad laugh. <laughs> 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 so good. Oh, Derek, give us the laugh! Come on! I don't know how to do that. <laughs> oh, come on! <laughs> that was my attempt, anyway. Um, but some of the other things he done, like when he when he bought number thirty in the rumble,
1: yeah,
5: that uh, was amazing. And then the next year he got number one. There's a punishment and stuff like that. It's, it's been lasted 2, it'll be, it'll be lasted two <laughs> minutes if been two
1: minutes. He watched the Iron Man one year. He lasted for forty-five minutes.
3: Yeah, I think that might have been, nine, it wasn't the year that the title was on the line, because that was the year to got knocked out, right. and it must have been a couple of years before it. Maybe right. 1990 or something like that. Maybe. I think it
1: was 1990, it lasted 45 minutes, which was the record until, as we know, the likes of...
3: Until eight. Rick the model Martel broke it the year after, <laughs> 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 as they reminded us every
2: two minutes in the 92 rumble. I keep getting him and Rick Rude mixed up. Rick Martel and Rick Rude, I just keep thinking, going, what was that again? Oi! Oh, my brain for a minute goes, same person. <laughs> no, it's not. I <laughs> Well, as you were talking about there, obviously,
1: well, buying stuff and things like that with him, you know, I love the fact that he tried to buy the title from Hogan. Um, you know, which Hogan said, you need to beat me in the ring for it, which came to the whole scandal about him technically being champion after uh, Andre the Giant beat Hulk Hogan at, uh, f- well, let me just double check this here, uh, and, uh, yep, yeah, I've got it here. The February 5th edition in 1988 of Superstars of Wrestling for Andre the Giant to forfeit it an hour later to hand it to him. Derek, could you ever imagine seeing that done today? I
5: think it would be pretty funny if it got done today, but you would need a character like DiBiase and to do it, um, it would be <laughs> a bit- It'd be funny, but I think it'd be a bit of an uproar in terms of the fans and stuff. Oh, like that, I,
1: right? would, I would pop out my Archer watching that. I mean, <laughs> I think you, just think, man. You man coming out and just, like, imagine Rollins wins at the WrestleMania and just comes out and goes, I'll give you a million dollars to give me that so I can give it back to Brock.
5: Aye.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's so- got a price.
4: <laughs> See, I think sometimes, these days, we take f- things too seriously, and we're just like, no, that shouldn't happen at WrestleMania. No, we, that shouldn't happen to this bell. I'm like, do it, it's funny, do it!
1: No, absolutely. But I've seen TL3, like, I was saying to three. Like three, Daniel Bryan, that's kind of got a point with this gimmick, with the whole fickle thing. Wrestling fans are really fickle, and I just kind of feel like, Sometimes I don't want to see the spoilers, I just want to watch it and yeah, enjoy it for what it is. Exactly. And just being involved in it. I don't even if I know who, I know who's going to win, like we we discussed previously. I had Rollins down to win the Rumble, I'd Becky down to win the Rumble. I knew they were going to win. They did win, but I still enjoyed the match and it still had his pops. I still was entertained. And I think that's what wrestlers really missing now.
2: You know. Absolutely. But that belt's hideous. It's absolutely hideous. The hemp belt. I think, if I you challenge Daniel Bryan for it and says you're gonna win it, but good. Go and get the leather one for me, and see when I win. Give me that. You see that thing I going to rip it in half. Oh, I, I love AJ Styles. That. Comment like, I oh. think
4: you've been smoking the paraffin daily. I came
2: watch for. Somebody <laughs> put, oh, just thought they actually think about it. RD, R, RVD hears there's a hemp belt in WWE. He's coming back. <laughs> Some somebody came out. Uh, somebody said something on Twitter about it. They were like, uh, you could imagine the
3: guy who bought the vegan sausage roll from Greg's going out and buying the hemp title, putting it in the, <laughs> the bang on. No vegan. <laughs> <laughs> I, want the, I want the leather belt. Be quite good. that's how I think good, but I think you're right, you say like sometimes wrestling lacks
1: proper characters. Yeah.
3: Nowadays and there wasn't even much better one than the million dollar man at that point in time.
1: Yeah. Ah. No, definitely.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: that's rubbish.
4: <laughs> uh, you said like Bond bad there. I could do an evil laugh, just not that one. See how nice. you say that? That's
2: quite disturbing. <laughs> I could do an evil laugh. I could do it you
4: that Floor's yours see there you go move on Alan anyway
1: <laughs> okay so that's the, f- the five that I just wanted to briefly discuss with the guys here so now I'm going to turn over to the guys and let's have a chat about who they feel should have been world champions so I'm going to just start because I'm looking at them Mr Wilson let's have a discussion oh, see,
2: we'll I play know. bingo if we if else is going to, we'll just go bingo uh, will go with Mister Perfect. Bingo. Yeah, bingo oh my God, that that the promos for
3: his debut, the, some that's of the tremendous. best promo work has ever been done. Just the over the shot. How long must it took to actually film that?
4: Probably had once. He clearly Probably. wasn't Mister Perfect if he didn't win the title. No. Just saying,
3: He was amazing. In terms of pure wrestling, again, not many better than Mister Perfect. Mm-hmm. It was, he should have won that 91... Was it 90, the, no, the 1990 rumble? When Hogan t- eliminated yeah. him? I know that it wasn't for the title show of Wrestlemania, but who needed a rumble to looking back, who would have needed it more? Hogan yeah. or Perfect? Well, Perfect. the rumour
1: was... Perfect was told at the you start, you're winning it. That was the case as the match went on. Hogan came out and Hogan told them midway through the match, you're going over, I'm winning. And totally changed it. And apparently when he went back, Vince went absolutely ape. Went ballistic. And Hogan came up with this new story... And Vince bought it. Popped him. Yeah. Oh, I hate Hogan. You talk
3: oh. about great combinations. Uh, Root, uh, not was it um, Perfect and uh, Heenan when they were together. So yeah. cool. ah. There was a great, there's a great gift for uh, it. Uh,
2: was it Perfect throws the towel back, wasn't Heenan catches it behind them. Ah. <laughs> that's a Brilliant. <that's> <laughs> really, you know, oh,
3: Bobby Heenan,
2: amazing. But I mean, him as Intercontinental Champion was uh, his match with Bret Hart. Just wow. Oh yes. Wow. Yeah. It was just that's. See you at old learn technical wrestling? Watch it. Yeah it was just an amazing, not not one slip up. It was perfect. But well, I don't know I use that word there. But <laughs> oh, honestly, it was uh, his matches were just incredible. it should have been, it should have been. Right,
5: excellent, Derek. I'm mm. gonna go with some. I'm gonna go with Goldust. Bingo. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Bingo. See, so. Particularly when he first came out and the character he had and how, like eccentric it was and stuff like that. That was a great heel and it was a perfect opportunity to put a belt on him mm-hmm. and see him because it was it was like nothing when I was at nothing I'd ever seen before mm-hmm. you know, at that age and stuff I was, who's this guy coming down? <laughs> had the big blonde wig and he took off and he had a crew cut you're like, whoa, what's going on here? <laughs> um, just everything about him was, was brilliant and the fact that he's been in the WWE for over 20 years mm-hmm. as well and never had the belt on him during that time and the, the family he comes from yeah. as well, you know, I think he's, you know, it's. He probably
2: should have had it on him, in but my me, opinion. Even when he came back and he had the match against, it was Randy Orton, when he first Aye. came back, Aye. and everybody, the crowd started to keep chanting, you still got it. I'm like, this guy, if you'd have put a belt on him, he could still be gone, mate. Because obviously he's the kind of base for guys like the Velveteen Dream. Mm-hmm. You're mm-hmm. Like, If you see Velveteen Dream, you go, There's a lot of gold dust there, a lot. Mm-hmm. And as you say, he was just such a such a character, you didn't expect that me food with Undertaker was brilliant. And stuff like that, and then they had a slight form. Remember the, the tag team with Mankind? He had, he had some mm-hmm. weird. He did some weird stuff. Aye. remember he was wasn't the artist forming known his gold dust? And oh, the that was way, so, that was brilliant as well. He
3: was with Luna Vachon, and he came out with the blue hair and everything like that. It was just like and then he had this kind of when he was switching back to gold dust type thing. He, it was just a he, slow move. He's one backing. of the guys
2: who, yet again, he can reinvent himself. Cause he went to TNA, he became Black Rain, and he kind of jumped a bit back and forth. But you're just you're like, the guy. He could have done so much with that. Because yeah. you always like to... That people say, oh, i do it like this. You do. See, when somebody you really hate has got a title, you're choking to see somebody take it off them. And see, every time they, they, they keep the title, you get made angry, but you're actually kind of happy because you're like, oh, I get to see him get leathered about bit more. Bobby Roode was example in TNA. He held the title, and everybody wanted this title off him, and he kept winning by DQ, or hitting somebody with a bottle, or something. And he kept doing that way, and you're like, oh... He could have done that. What he was, could have easily done that. What was the
3: gimmick? Goldust. they had the WCW, the creepy one that they got that they, they nixed at the next at last minute. The one where they had the promos. He was looking at the kids' windows.
2: Oh.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it was creepy, it was creepy. But like he, 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 when he, when they debuted, he, he came out in this like zipline, this thing, and he just came out going, "No, nah, I'm, <sighs> I'm dusting those I can't remember that.
4: Imagine <laughs> having a nightmare as a kid. You wake up. And then you look at your
2: window and then there's that thing like going <laughs> 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 I'll be honest about that, it's
1: the with you. <laughs> yeah, uh, totally you're saying you're saying there as well. Um, even think more, even more recently when they had the tag match, him and Cody against the Shield and everyone thought Cody is gonna carry him through us and he probably had to carry Cody more through and it i am not a fan of tag matches as you all well know, but that was some match when you look back at that. Mm. So totally agree. He's on a list here I've got as well. So I absolutely for me he should have been the champion at some point. Um Starting we come to you next. Uh who
2: have you got? Uh, well, I've got quite a few out the list, but we're all we're going again, I aye? Aye, aye. Aye. we're going aye. again. First one I'd say Landstorm. Yeah. Landstorm really should have been because when he was in WCW he had the US title and changed it to the Canadian title. He had the hardcore title and changed it to the hardcore Canadian title. And then he had was it the lightweight, the the, the cruiserweight he had, title? He had
3: a written rhythm at that point. And he, in time. he changed
2: that to the Canadian cruiserweight title. And it was brought it, it just he done the whole kind of attention for a moment in the middle of the ring. Like kind of licensed in the new. And he kept getting interrupted. And then you'd watch his matches and you are like, these are absolutely outstanding matches.
3: He did like the most ultimate heel thing probably at that point in time when he was with Team Canada recruiting Hacksaw Jim Duggan
5: to Team <laughs> Canada. <laughs> it was just like,
2: oh no. That's the worst you could do <laughs> ever. Mr. America himself. <laughs> but that's the thing I feel bad for. I mean, he was, he was getting to his peak when WCW was collapsing and he came to WWE, they put him with Awesome, didn't really go anywhere and he's done that horrible Team Canada with Christian and Test. Yeah. And that was just an absolute letdown. But then they had done the ECW one night stand, you had them against Chris Jericho, and everybody kind of went, oh, he was really good. It's like, yes, he was really good, but blame booking. Yeah, I mean, he, he was he well one
3: of the tactics was Regal. I mean, hmm. on paper, what a team that is. Regal hmm. and Storm. And it, they did a few times where they tried to make him, like, funny and charismatic. And it just looked, it just, just let the guy go out and fight. He's a machine. He's a, he's a machine. Although one of the best things he did was at the first one night stand when he turned on Jericho. Aye. The, it was like, this was meant to be like his last match and he had to cheat to win it. That was great
2: bit of booking if they kind of kept that going. Just find a way to keep that going as opposed to him just obviously tiring. You just think part of it is you've got a match against William Regal and Lance I just walk up and go you guys plan the match just tell me what you want to do today and I'll just sit here quietly. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're not going to go like I think we should do this. Because the two of them looking you go I'll shut up now. It's the, honestly, just yet yeah, again, I kind of hope WCW went a bit longer because I do think WCW would have given the title. I think they would have. You see, the wrestling of Zebra was the most underrated in the wrestling of
5: 2001, so I think he was ever in I would All say he's level parmed
2: with technical ability like Bret Hart and can we mention Benoit on this? No.
4: Yeah, yeah, Aye. yeah. Aye. <laughs> it was, it was kind of, I know he obviously
2: trained for the same way. But I think Gladstorm's ability was kind of the same as like Chris Jericho, Chris Benoit, Bret Hart, even Eddie Guerrero. It was so fluent, and it wasn't really any like stutters in these matches. He always thought of something, so I just, I just don't understand how he didn't get used that much. He had done a Cornell title in WWE, didn't he? Uh, I
1: think so. Mm-hmm.
2: And then that was it, by well, the tag title. But oh well, good shout there, actually. Nobody <laughs> thought that. <laughs> uh,
1: right, so we'll quickly go round get another all one each. Here we go, somebody. Go back to you, Stevie. Uh, kind of similar to the one that's Eddie Malenko. Mm-hmm. Technical oh, ability. I see, I thought of him, but he's too short. He's actually on
3: WWE's webpage on this topic. He, I think, came in 12th. He was at a thousand and... How was it? A thousand
2: and one? Man, one man one thousand holds. Man of thousand holds. Genicals and Genicals. Of a thousand <laughs>
3: <laughs> the original list. <laughs> the big scroll. Oh, technical ability. was great. I mean, He kind of was overshadowed a wee bit when, when they came with, with the radicals. Because mm-hmm. you look at the get you get Eddie and Ben they kind of were the two ones that broke away him and Perry Saturn kind of the leeway but yeah him and he held up that light heavyweight division something often
2: I was going to say the the WCW cruiserweight scene it's I know there's a lot of lucha guys in there but he is he was the I'd say he was the backbone because he had matches against Eddie Rey Mysterio Ultimate Dragon and you look to some of them and you're like oh, wow it's it's when WWE kind of share it on their page and go oh this day Dean Malenko took on this and you do instantly go on any to watch like that because it's just such so good matches. It's kind of like an NXT back then. Mm, no, absolutely. Couldn't agree more.
1: Derek, you said one to me the other day, privately, which I thought was a great shout. Was um, Yes.
5: Yes. yes. <laughs> What's shark Boy? Can couldn't remember who it was. I could remember I was talking about, didn't w- I? <laughs> uh, uh, Jake Snake Roberts. Bingo. We spoke about that was my sneeze. <laughs> 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 <like> Holy baby shark! <laughs> <laughs> um, can I get a boomerang off that so that the listers get no more? Jake, it's sort of like um, the way that Piper, the Piper was. You know, I don't feel like he he technically needed the belt to be mm-hmm. over because he was such a good as a so good as a heel. And then when he when he turned as well, babyface, he was still really good as as yeah. that as well. You know, he had a lot of good um huge, he brought. Him uh, one of the ones that I always remember was when he, him and Savage had the match and he, the snake bit Savage um, Is that a survival Series? um uh, may have been round about that Yeah of. I'm sure it was mm-hmm. a Survivor Series and it was, oh, it was just amazing to see and you know what, this guy's a, a legend as well and the fact that he never had the belt as well I think is up there the same as Piper and you know stuff like that it's a bit of a travesty that he never had it
1: Yeah
2: no absolutely couldn't agree more Strack, you think for one more? See, I'm thinking of two here, but I'm kind of want to give one in honor of Ross McCloud, but at the same time I don't. So I'll just fly in uh, uh, into the near an next pack. As I said, day two. I <laughs> because uh, the thing is that me when they said the oh, X Pack never really made it to be world champion because he's too small. He's six foot one. How's that too small? I'm, I'm a hobbit then. Good five foot eight. So. <laughs> I don't get that people say that. Because was sp- always
3: be- in, be associated in that Kane undertake a big show that feud. In the I put putting
2: big guys to look like, small. I bit. was like, all well, these guys are seven foot. No, wasn't he <laughs> <any> look small? Triple <laughs> H <laughs> six four, and you're he's like, I hate a normal man. <laughs> <laughs> but I him and it's obviously Billy Gunn. Billy Gunn should have kind of made it to the top there, but for reasons he didn't did, did get there, became the one, and then the one that got away. Yeah. Well, again, great suggestions there. Um,
1: We'll pick up that a bit bit later, but now we're just going to roll on to our break. Before our next discussion, I'm going to leave you with the intro into Raw Zone, back in five.
4: This is the high-flying,
1: death-defying, mass-sensation, Lucha DS, and you're listening to Eat, Sleep, Simplex Retreat. And
0: now, ladies and gentlemen, may I direct your attention to the Titantron, as we play a video tribute to Owen Hart. Last night, a tragic accident took the life of Owen Hart. He was 34. There are no words that can express the profound sorrow felt today by so many of us who knew and loved this very special human being. Fans throughout the world shared a small portion of Owen's life through his various ring personas, but to know Owen Hart, the human being, was pure joy. Owen loved this business and loved to entertain both in it and out of the ring. He was a consummate performer and a legendary prankster. In the extended family of professional wrestlers, respect does not come easily and is not taken lightly. Owen Hart had that respect. He was more than just one of the boys. Owen Hart was a friend and a brother to all. Our locker room and our lives will never ever be the same again. A loving son, brother, uncle, husband, and father. Owen is survived by his wife Martha, his son Oge, and daughter Athena. Our prayers go out to them and the entire Hart family. With heavy hearts and the deepest of sympathies for his family, we say goodbye. If the legacy of a man's life is measured by the lives he's touched and how much he is loved, then a big piece of Owen Hart will live on in all of us. Finally, The Rock has come back to St. Louis!
2: (laughs) Owen, it's with great pride that the most electrifying man in sports entertainment can come here tonight and entertain you.
0: (laughs) Now, having said that, The Rock knows that you want him to kick his Rudy (laughs) poop. Oh, and this is your night. And damn it, you know The Rock loved you like no other. So it's with great pleasure that The Rock, along with the millions and millions of The Rock's fans, dedicate the people's elbow to you. I'm Anastasia, and you're listening to Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet.
1: Welcome back, and a huge thank you to the high-flying, death-defying, mass-sensation the DS for being the voice of this week's show. Check out our interview with him on iTunes, Spotify, and all good Android podcasting sites. So, we briefly discussed some of the panel's picks of superstars that should have been top of the mountain but never made it. Now, I'm going to go over some of the listeners' picks. So, I've had a lot of people say I want the same people. Um, I'm, again, thank you for all your input, it is really greatly appreciated. But I'm going to pick out a few people who have mentioned ones that maybe others haven't. So, I'm going to come to Marco Piva first, who came out of China. Mm. Now, I don't know, but I think China, the WWF champion, would have been fantastic in twenty plus she years. Briefly had, she fight. was briefly
3: the number one contender in, before SummerSlam '99. right And it was meant to be Her versus Mankind. It was a Mankind. No, her versus Austin. Sorry. And they switched the title match about five times in the space of three weeks. Mm. When end up being Mankind, Triple H, and Austin. But no, yeah. that
1: would have been it would have been interest. Yeah, absolutely um, I think she, ha- she could hang with the guys yeah, as we've seen in the Royal Rumble 99 that year she she wouldn't have been, she would have been uh, out of place with the title at all no, no I think she'd have been brilliant and as we've just seen she 20 years ahead of her time mm-hmm. um, you know there's big big story obviously about Nia Jax coming out at number 30 fighting in the Men's Rumble this year you know China uh,
4: so, I'm only booing because she took to
2: our trips place. <laughs> okay, it's okay. It's okay, he's got gold now. He got <laughs> oh, compensation. I he compensation.
1: <laughs> he he's got my card tightening. Fine. Yeah, so I totally agree. I think have been, she would have been brilliant. Um, Mark Leslie, he came up with the Ravishing Rick Rude. Again, I think he'd been a great heel champion Yeah, like yourself, Derek. Definitely. 100%. He'd have been
5: amazing. Everything about Rick Rude at that early early 90s date, he was amazing. You know, the fact that he he loved himself so much he had his own face on his on his trunks. Tells you everything. So he's unreal. I love him. Was it
3: yeah. who's whose wife did they have on it?
5: Uh, was it not Miss Elizabeth? Yeah, he had you on it? Uh,
3: yeah,
5: yeah. <laughs> 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 oh yeah. He, he had. he was feeding me I'm sure he had Miss Elizabeth
1: on his, ah, it was on great.
3: his trunks. It was great, but he he worked. No, yeah. he was superb.
1: Absolutely. Um, John McFarlane, thanks very much again. Ricky, the Dragon Steamboat.
2: Oh that's a good show. Yeah, that's a It's a, a brilliant shout Because his match his match, match oh man is kinda it's a staple of wrestling. Mm-hmm. It's just one of the matches you'd actually want to get bored of watching. <laughs> it's finished. Rewind, play again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, the guy really could do anything wrong in the ring. He was totally entertained, fantastic character, an absolute brilliant shout. This one here was actually very, very popular with uh, a couple of other panellists uh, Mr. Ross McLeod and also uh, Gary Cairnham. Viscera! Oh, for goodness. Next! <sighs> sorry, next. I had to do it. It's yeah. just going up abstract, but come on, viscera, no. So, no who is it? Ross? No. And Gary? Gary. Hey, two Gary. super kicks
2: coming their way. <laughs> <laughs> You've
1: been warned. So, just what we're talking about, I've got a list here of some. Uh, again, this could go on forever so many different superstars you could talk about this is just a list of some of them that have came up in my, my research so if you like Arn Anderson George the Animal Steel the Honky Tonk Man which I found really surprising because he had what, the longest intercontinental reign mm-hmm. you know he would to be a solid champion Chief Jay Strongbow uh, we also had Greg the Hammer Valentine Jesse the Body Ventura William Regal which he's been mentioned briefly but not as a champion uh, we had the tanker uh, we also had Mr Wonderful Porn Orndorff. Rikishi, Marty Jannetty, Lex Luger who growing up was my favourite because he's the most ripped man i would ever seen in my puff. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry the King Lawler, people seem to forget that one as well, King Kong Bundy, Bob Orton, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, Peter Maivia and uh, Jimmy Superfly Snooker, Vader and Harley Race are just some of the other names. So. Superstars that haven't been champion. It's I great. mean you look back, that is some lineup who's Ste- never reached the mountain top. are Absolutely stellar.
4: What about Michael Cole? Why? Some defeated at WrestleMania.
1: Oh <laughs> fighting <laughs> then.
3: That's worse than Viscera
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> And on that bombshell I'm gonna move on. <laughs> so um another one has been mentioned quite a lot and I want to do a big discussion on it because it is another fiercely debated article, and again, one of the listeners that suggested it, Gary Morris, thank you very much, is Owen Hart. So, I'm just going to open up the panel, so we can get a bit of a discussion and debate going here. Owen Hart, the tragedy never struck, would he have been the WWF slash WWE champion? I'll start with you, Stevie. See, it's more the fact that I don't think they would have ever given it given him at that point in time because he was quite
3: he was they had him as like a mid carder he was quite solid in them he was meant to win an intercontinental title but i do think he should have won it at some point in time i think my perfect scenario is i think they should have found a way to get that belt on him for wrestlemania 10 and could you imagine of him versus brett main event in that wrestlemania for the title and Brett And Brett, brett beats him for the belt Or even some way of maybe Owen takes it off, took it off at SummerSlam in the cage match. Some that feud deserved that world title to be on it, and it should that having that WrestleMania. Could have got him on it some way that type of Mm site But he was he was so underrated. The company underrated him so much because he would, in my opinion, because he was Bret's brother. Yeah, if Bret wasn't there, I think he could have had so much more success.
5: I uh, 100% agree with Steven I've never said that before, buddy. <laughs> um, it's quite hard to say. Yeah, that. The ground shook The ground there. Oh, All my judgment was telling me not to say <laughs> that. So, uh, um, my man's telling me no. <laughs> no. No, 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 songs Socks were that bad. Um, I totally agree. I think the like the ideal opportunity for it would have been the Bray You know, like like Stephen said, if you know if they two were fighting for the title, it would have been epic. It would have been, but like like Stephen said as well, I don't think um, WWE and Vince um, rated them enough, or valued them, sorry, I would mm-hmm. say valued them um, as much. Um, and I'm I'm unsure if he would have beaten the champion if, you know, obviously, Drink didn't
1: strike.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, no problem. Stack, what about yourself?
2: <sighs> See, it's hard to tell because they kept going when Brett and Bulldog and Jim all left to go to WCW and they kind of gave him actually a decent push because they had the feud with Triple H but it kind of carried into the feud with Austin and Michaels and Cactus Jack and Chainsaw Charlie and Outlaws um, and they kind of kept it going that way and so then they kind of went the whole um, feud with like Ken Shamrock Steve Blackman um, he actually be feud with Edge when he first started coming into it mm-hmm. then they done the whole Blue Blazer thing which obviously caused the tragedy but at the same time like I don't know because Vince is batshit crazy but it could have went either way it honestly could have he might have done that and then they'll maybe send him away for a while brought him back and he he, he could have maybe because he was his matches were solid he had matches with like Shawn Michaels Triple H and he had a, a lot of matches with guys who knew and World champion Edge and he had a lot of matches with guys who made it to the tap so it's not a case of he wasn't good enough. It was either A, they didn't want to pull the trigger because he went Brett had done, or they had the plan for it, obviously just never got to the chance to put it in place. It was interesting the fact, that you say, they kept him at that point in time. I mean, was there a particular reason why they kept him? You know? He was apparently still under contract. Um, and they didn't see a great... This is what I've read. I don't know if it's true because the internet's full of facts. Um it was they didn't see really a great loss in losing the bulldog and Jim. they obviously didn't want to lose Brett but that was their choice they wanted to keep Owen because the new Owen would be solid and still entertaining mm-hmm. and that's why they kept Owen Owen wanted to go he did and ask they all wanted to go but mm-hmm. they said no and then apparently then he says I'll give you the European title and have a feud with Triple H and it'll ball it up that way mm-hmm. in the kinda did I mean the match we're having Triple H at Wrestlemania the whole China being handcuffed to Sergeant Slaughter because she kept interfering the way he lost and stuff. It was really entertaining. But then, they put him in the nation of domination. It was, that which was just a, weird. Especially at that point in time in the nation. Maybe if they'd done it, see if they'd done it
3: like maybe the year before, it would have made a bit more sense because the nation that weren't really that type of, the same nation they were then.
2: Do you know what I kind of blame it for? And I'm like, this can't be the, the true thing, but it might be. See when you see Eminem first coming into the music scene. And he was like, we... Dre and all the other guys like, and his only obviously a white guy there I don't know if WB thought oh we could do that and that would be edgy for us and I'm like it just doesn't make any sense it just does not make any sense Voruk's left and the Rock doesn't really care so it's not really the nation of domination it's just a couple of guys hanging about together trying to make a statement it just didn't it didn't have the original feel of the nation so it just you're like I don't like think know what to do which was sad
1: yeah no absolutely I mean my personal point of view is I don't think he ever would have been champion. Uh, Basically, and I know a lot of fans don't like this, but I think looking from what Vince's train of thought was back at a time, aesthetically, he just didn't have the look. Or some people say, he just didn't have the mind skills and the charisma to pull over, uh, which I also think it, but also there's another aspect for me, is when you look back, and I was talking earlier about the heart legacy, the heart foundation, I feel that, Help him back slightly because obviously, with Brett being the champion and the main guy, then and then you had sort of Nighthawk and a tagging with either Bulldog or Owen, he was never going to be that sort of push. And then, obviously, with the whole Hearts as you say, going to WCW, that was that he was tied and he was solid mid which he absolutely was. Aye. And probably, arguably, one if you talk on a technical basis, one of the top 10 of all time. Oh, yeah, 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 uh, absolutely. But you know. That's my opinion. I mean, what do you
3: think, Steve? Do you think? I think No, I think they they had him perfectly as it. He had he suited that kind of midcard role. He was good at it. You know, you always find with the midcard that a good card is somebody who's solid. You know, I'm not. The character maybe not flashy. They might not be amazing, but they're absolutely solid. and They should not give you a bad match because they should be the one that kind of holds up before the main event type idea. If you're going old school, Owen was always that kind of reliable guy. So you can understand why they kind of kept him at that type of level. And but the, there was obviously they must must have been something about them they didn't see which is why they were just kept there you know maybe the blue blazer rank thing could have been that you know maybe that was the kind of thing that could have pushed them up to the top you know I mean mm. similar to mankind's obviously uh, Mick Foley you know gave him the mankind character and that was his push you know so it yeah. might have
2: been something to do with that I don't know but yeah, but then they changed them out of the Cactus Jack Cactus Jack thing and that gave him another but yeah like the match with him and Triple H and No way out mm. that made it he's like this is all when you get fired mankind was it mankind's already to face you. But I know a guy it is Aye. and he came out with Cack the Shack and went mental and what happened? maybe done that with own. If he says Blue Blazer isn't gonna beat you for that title and stripped half and his heart gear on, people would have melted. That would have been awesome. Oh, that'd have just you'd have probably just pee yourself all blacked it? No <laughs> one's selling that order. <laughs>
5: Well, uh, <laughs> I can also feel for own, uh, having an annoying big brother as well
1: I can tell. <laughs> you mean the charismatic well respected <laughs> <No, laughs> That's him. my tag team partner you leave <laughs> him alone Exactly. You'll be going for a table in a minute huh? <laughs> You realise we have a picture together with the tag titles
3: Eric uh, still doesn't uh, let it go uh, I'll, I'll,
1: <laughs> I was gassed
5: that day <laughs> I see you me, me and Quack are going for a difficult <laughs> How's the counselling going now? It's getting there. Getting there. Totally okay. It's
2: like that point where the Dudleys get split up by the draft. <laughs> so, Matthew's right, got to be, like, religious and...
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to have a...
2: He's going to a brick house behind him. But, uh, Alan,
3: Alan's the, the Batista to this to this whole thing, That's you know. Thank you much. <laughs> and uh, Ga- uh, Gary's um,
1: Spike Dudley. <laughs> <laughs>
5: That's nice. That sounds good, does <laughs>
1: Well we guess what we know guys getting renamed and they're chatting hey. in the good chat of the show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, well we've had a good chat at One Heart, so I'm looking to go on to the last sort of part of the show. We're looking to discuss the current superstars that may fall into this category. Uh, I've left us quite a bit of time to talk about this because again, there's so many in there. And basically I'm looking to have a discussion with so who do you think is going to be in this category? Now I'll start off with my biggest two fears is Galloway, also known as McIntyre, and Elias. Guys, what's your thoughts? Elias
3: who seems to be flip-flopping like the big show in terms of heel and face at the yeah. moment. <laughs> yeah, uh, Yeah,
4: well, it Was Royal Rumble a heel turn?
3: Yeah, because he he, he he, they pretty much had him as a heel on Raw.
4: Yeah. Kind
3: of like with Rusev. Rusev's <laughs> now a heel. Yeah. yeah.
4: Which
3: is weird. Know,
1: it's not working. I,
3: I, I think Elias... I think you might be right on Elias. I think... Drew will win it at some point.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: I can't really say Elias. I think is going to fall into that kind of mid-card kind of joke eventually.
4: But yeah. well, they- kind of, well, in saying that, I'm I'm sure there's a lot of people that would have said that a couple of years ago about Bray Wyatt. Then look what happened.
3: I suppose you know, but yeah, you can only go so far. Ad- you can only go so far. gimmick, unless he changes his character a bit more. You know, aye, yeah, I think
4: that's. But it's working. Changes. It's great. I like it. Yeah, but now he's the shift back to heel, really. Yeah. I mean, he's
3: feuding with Jarrett in 2019.
4: I will be honest; I do prefer him as a heel, but still, it's the way it does it. It's not the best. No, no, that's the thing. It's just,
5: mm-hmm. but I, I, I don't think we're gonna have the fear with Drew. <clears throat> no, I think Drew's going to win it at some point mm. um, down the line. Um, definitely, die. I'm, I'm a bit worried about when I seen, you know, the whole Jeff Jarrett Elias thing. I was, you know, worried. I was like, I don't think this is going to. Work well for him at all? I don't think it's the right place for him to go. Yeah. Um, aye, so I don't. I don't think he'll. After seeing that story, I don't think he'll. I'd hopefully, I'm wrong, but I don't think he'll,
2: he'll hmm. do it. What were you saying? <sighs> see, the, the last thing I'm kind of. like maybe just keep him on a boil because, as you say, you gave him the match with Seth Rollins for that Continental. It was really, really good. But I'm not happy. Maybe should gave him it to see how he goes. If the people are not taking to it, he's not really carrying it. Just drop it back to Rollins. Well, done. No problem. Yeah, you you tried it. Let's face it. People have heard in a Cornell title is not going the worst name on the list, like Ezekiel Jackson. So, <laughs> I'm not. That was oh, he was on my list as well. Oh, <laughs> scoring that one out. <laughs> but, um. Delete. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's just it's a weird one. I think. Yeah,
1: I mean, for me, I, th- I thought it was definitely for this category. This is—he actually gave me an idea for this show at WrestleMania last year because he thought, right, he's coming out, maybe there's gonna be a big pop, and seen a squash, you know, and then what? Two minutes later, seen a squash by Taker, and that ruined the big moment. And then the rumble coming out number one, I thought, right, maybe he's going to be the Iron Man this year. He did not bad at fifteen minutes, but kind was expecting more. From mm-hmm. and as you see the heel gimmick now is just I think it's lost and I think creative are lost one and I think it's a shame mm-hmm. but I pray McIntyre definitely gets a shot because yeah, if, if if he doesn't I think he would be if this show was done again say five ten years time he would be the greatest name on it never to do I it. and I hope
2: no he's never I- in it I think they'll give the universal. I don't mm-hmm. see them getting another the league.
1: unless he goes to SMAD, but I expect him to be one of the top titles and one of the top yeah. shows, mm-hmm. if not by the end of this year, certainly by the end of next year. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, um, what about yourself, Stephen? Is there any other superstars you can think of?
3: See, I'm going to throw a name in there purely because of his his longevity and the fact that he's never been at least given a major chance at it, apart from maybe once. It's quite a shame. I'm going to go with Kofi Kingston. Mm-hmm. I think you look at the point where Kingston was feuding with Randy Orton. And that was their chance to make a U-Star Because that point it was The point when he was wrecking Orton's car and that type of stuff I mean the vandalising of it, it was great It was a different side of Kofi because it was before Obviously the U-Day stuff and he wasn't purely just that You know, Ganyan, Jamaican Whatever they were Ganyan. Ganyan, thank you, sorry I'm uh, Sorry I'm offended you clucking <laughs> uh, Whatever he, when they changed it Obviously like nationality and that type of stuff He would just seemed like, like then he became like the guy Who just flopped the IC title and the US title every month they had a chance with him, and to think of the stuff that they've had, he's, he's done in the company, it's mm. a shame that he's never at least had at least a brief run with that belt. Consider, well, he's never going to win the Royal Rumble match, I think that's obvious. He is yeah. the dynamic of the Rumble, yeah, he yeah. is, but he's, he's never going to win it because mm. obviously he does the thing and then comes in and gets struck back out. Mm. So it's, it's a shame. I think that that chance that one the autumn mm. was a chance to at least give him like have a goal with him because obviously they've run about times where Jeff Hardy won the belt, so yeah, they could have threw Kofi King, even a so has distracted the lies in the IC title, give him it for a, cu- a one for two if it wasn't working, put the belt back on.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: It's just a shame, you know, because he is immensely talented and he's proved to the UD how charismatic he is.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I totally agree with him. Um, just weird how he lost his accent halfway through that though as well, mm-hmm. didn't he? When <laughs> he was when he was wrestling. Um, but I think it's a good shout. Um, I wouldn't have, I'd be I wouldn't actually have thought of him in terms of that situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely worth a shout. Mm-hmm start
2: I've got a, I think you guys are the new who are only going to make it and I've got a list longer than Meryl <laughs> yeah honestly you just look at some guy uh, uh, you see you see me on like Twitter and you see me on like Facebook just like tweet at the guys just ask me to release because <laughs> you watch them and you're going look when they were in NXT they were so amazing and they had brilliant matches and then they come into the main roster and they just get Nakamura's
3: one of them I could just see you just going Nakamura to something just be like,
2: come on, no, I just 3 look, W. <laughs> you've, got, like, you've got Nakamura, I'm going to break people's hearts here. Sami Zayn is going to be one of them. Um, that's what I'm saying, you just, you've got so many pick from you like that. So many good guys, so many. Bobby Roode, which I'm gutted that, but I don't think he'll, they'll ever give him. Because no. they don't know what to do with him. Well, I'm not, there's, there's plenty you can do, you just don't know how to do it.
1: Yeah, especially when you think when I mean, he was put up from NXT into the Smackdown roster Triple H was planning to make him the heel guy for that show, he was really the guy and it never happened.
3: Now he has that annoying guy following him about all the time, wearing his jackets. That,
1: that, that's the thing, anyway. also known as the Ameri- he's also known as the American Ross McLeod. <laughs> 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 no, Ross doesn't have Chad Gable's ability, who we can.
2: Well, but it's like when Bobby was in TNA. He was the longest reigning TNA champion. Hmm. And so he, he remade himself, became the it factor of professional wrestling, and had brilliant matches. And then he came to NXT, had the feud with which was really good. And then you're like, right, well, if he goes to the main roster, and obviously with his theme song and the way he is, we'll make him a heel, but the fans are like, no, we, we don't want him to be a heel. Fine, make him a face. and Make him one of the guys that you give a title, the people are loving it, he's got the title and you're terrified Anybody's going got to take it out of him. Just, or, just Oh, I, I need to stop where i going to complete run again. Fair <laughs> enough, Bill.
1: I've had a nudge here.
4: Mr. J, yes. It's got, I've got to go with my boy, R-Trizzle, R-Truth. No. Although he's won <laughs> NWA World's Champion, look, the guy still consistently gets big pops and it's got a big buy-in from a lot of people, including myself. I'm a big R-Truth fan. Yes, he does. Just that won the US title this week, but my God, he—he's he, a great character, a great guy. Always gets a reaction no matter what he's doing, Even when he had a, a rubbish heel turn, people still reacted to him and Little Jimmy and all that stuff. He's just i wouldn't say it was a rubbish heel turn. I thought it was quite a good heel turn. It was a good heel turn, but the character after it wasn't the best. Let's be honest. <sighs> yeah. Let's, let's yeah. be honest. The the whole spiders and kind of thing, it was just a bit weird, but I I just, I love the guy. Truth for me. Say My other one, you're gonna look at me like this, Um, Zack Ryder. And I'll tell you why. Look at, uh, look at my, (laughs) no, no. Right, okay, you, 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 you Strat gave me you, you. a big look and I'll testify to this. Oh my god, I just said testify. <laughs> yes!
2: Oh, yes. My god. Oh my the Lord! God. <laughs>
4: I'm Dick gonna, have,
3: Batista!
4: I'm going to have a long shower tonight. <laughs> uh, oh, we bet you are. <laughs> It'll be my annual one. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> Zack Ryder, he came out on Monday Night Raw with Kurt Hawkins, right? Again, got a massive reaction, bigger than the Revival's reaction I must add, much, much bigger. When they won the Intercontinental Championship in ladder match at WrestleMania, although it was for one day, the reaction he got, even at Stone Cold Steve Austin in the backstage scene, long time coming, he's always had a huge buy-in from the crowd. Mm -hmm. And if you're looking at some of the World Heavyweight Champions or whatever that's had that, like, there's people that haven't had the best of careers but have always had like a big reaction and
1: they've been world champion, why not Zack Ryder? Well, ironically he's only waiting on that title needs he's a Grand Slam champion. Really? You really? he's won the, oh, well. he the
3: USIC in the tag.
1: So he's only waiting on either Universal or the WWE title on that Sammy's Grand Slam. There you go! So actually I'm quite with you that. I think again, don't make you bring up the aesthetics but you think about the way McMahon thinks, He's kind of got a look, mm-hmm. yeah, he's got a look at him but he's not going to be a physically imposing champion like Batista Lesnar but yeah he's got a look and he's, he's fairly decent in the ring as well. Yeah,
4: no he could go and he's, he's, he's been in the WWE for a
1: long time. Yeah. And he's got the charisma, look yeah. he was the internet champion for a number of years as well. Still is. <laughs> 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 never lost. He carried that and he carried the momentum to get a US title shot and win the US title. Mm-hmm. That was all from a gimmick done in his own time online, mm. you know. Fair play, nothing. It's a fantastic show, thank you. Yeah. Can can I mention somebody? Of course
5: th- you can. Um, Strack sort of mentioned them there, but Nakamura. Yeah. This guy's gonna. I'm really worried that he's gonna fall fall away. You know, he was last year's Rumble winner, yep. massive, and then compared a year later, he's on the pre-show. It's mental. It's crazy how how far away he's,
1: he's last went. Long in the
5: Rumble either. No, he didn't. Right. He eliminated Kurt
3: Angle, but the one thing is, was Kurt Angle was a last minute replacement for Zack Ryder. So they probably just went. Cut! You're doing what Ryder was doing, just for the big pop.
5: Aye, yeah. And it's going to be not such very much. A, it's going to be such a shame that he's going to go down this this path that looks like WWE are taking him down now, where he's yeah. you know the US champ where he you know he should be challenging. I think for the belt constantly, and he's he's not going to be able to. I think he's going to end up leaving soon. Well, absolutely.
2: I mean, that's the thing with Nakamura. Seeing you really look realistically, seeing you look at WrestleMania, you kind of think. Right, Rollins versus Lesnar—that could be fun. And then you look and go, right? Who can Daniel face? Because you go, he's faced AJ. Orton's been in the main event in the title pitcher so many times, we don't care. You've got who else is in that? You know, the Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy. You've got Ray. Ray could be decent, but is he really? You've, the outside bet
3: probably is Mustafa Ali, but is he ready nah. for it? Nah,
2: but I mean, I'm imagine at WrestleMania—I know they could need it two years in a row—but Daniel Bryant versus Nakamura and if they were allowed to do what they want not a, not a planned match but, oh, just this and just do that if it was like an NXT planned match it's like listen go and just discuss it and date yourselves and bring the host down. absolutely tear this place apart you know for a fact you get a five star match like that done but you should say I think he's just going to go like that. I'm out I'm done yep. just let go I think he could, he. won't make the year I
3: think he'll be He'll I agree. Be a walk and I yeah. think he's going to be one of the greatest
1: in this list and last like time pull the finger out and do something because the popular was when he was announced the sign, uh, showed you that actually that picture earlier on. They called it the NXT five, there was him, Balor, Owens, Zane and Itami. Uh, no, it
3: was, uh, uh, he wasn't in that five. The five is yeah, no, the, no, the, 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 the five is KO. It was KO, Itami Bala, Neville and Zane. Nakamura was after. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah
4: Nakamura, yeah, k- Nakamura kind of followed that There's like, another one yeah you <laughs> know and yeah.
1: you look at that and you think the pop the, the buzz about it like, here we go again, Nakamura finally wins NXT down and he comes up and you're like you a dancer we get the dream match at last year's Wrestlemania and then yep that's it and that's exactly how it's went the thing about it is you can,
3: you look at that NXT roster we could go through so many in the NXT mm-hmm. roster I mean probably the one the best one that currently there at the moment I personally think I'll we'll never get there's Johnny Gargano
2: See, this is what me and Sarah talk about in the NXT podcast. See when people go, oh, I can't wait to they come to main roster. I'm ladd like, don't. No. It's no. like Adam Sandler and, and Billy So let's like, stay here. Stay as long as you can. <laughs> because they go, oh, come to main roster. I'm like, why? you get ruined? Well, yeah. You, you kind of look at some of them and you kind of think, some of them might get done okay. I've got high hopes for Dream. I
3: think they might actually have a decent they idea would, to use. Uh,
4: the writers would not know what they to do I think he'd go
1: never get his high They would cut. not have a clue. Maybe Adam Cole. Yeah, I think he's. I think, the he, I think he's a heel, unless he had like a undisputed leader behind him helping him. Yeah, but he he's going up solo. Yeah.
3: But there's. You see there is so many from NXT's history. The guys that are still there. I mean, Tyler Breeze. Look at him at NXT he was amazing. Mm. I love when he went back and took on Ricochet. Aye. Brody match. Exactly. Ricochet <laughs> Ricochet's one that could. That, right. There's so many in that Bring NXT him in history. Life. Yeah. Aye. With Kushida, when he comes from New Japan, problem. Be a great match but
2: it's on 205 like it's honestly it's so worrying that, That's I keep saying this WWE have such a big talent pool they should be retting TNA ROH New Japan even AOE when it uh, e, EW when it comes they shouldn't have any fear in any competition because the guys that they've got but see right now everybody's like that ah, not interested in WWE because it's no, no. They're no they're no deliver well one of the
3: Right sparks probably on that one is the fact that if you look at the Rumble match, there was so many there was a lot more NXT guys than yeah. there was past Talent. I mean the, the, between the two matches, you only had Jarrett and Angle, and they were in there for a total of like f- less than five minutes combined. Mm. So that could give you a, a bit of an idea, they maybe have some sort of plans to use the NXT guys better. But as you say, Strick from the past, it's hard to get optimistic yeah. when it's probably took them what, like, maybe three years to do something decent with Balor you might think he's getting somewhere mm-hmm. but
2: look at 1998 like 1998 to like 2000 you had the same kind of six guys in rotation for the title and they always kept it interesting and people were like oh that's amazing can I wait to see this can I wait to see this but yet no you could pick out probably 12 or 15 guys who could be in the world title picture and they anywhere near it no and they will they be half and probably won't be no Joe it's- Joe that's another one I've got to say, Joe, Samoa Joe, mm. he should be Universal Champion or WWE Champion by now, and is he going to be? Nah, he'll probably, uh, he's another one, I, think, I believe you Wilson, I think at the end of the year, he'll probably, uh, just let him mm. go. Samojo, he was man. an
1: incredible heavyweight yeah. champion TNA, oh, know, he was a great heel champion, he was also a great face champion, with the main event Mafia, with Sting, Angle, and then eventually added Magnus, who's also known as Nick Aldis, You know that, he was really, really good within that, and that, TNA, you had to be world champions.
3: Samoa S- S- Joe's initial TNA run when he was the ex- when he had the X Division, and it was him, Daniels, and AJ Styles. Oh, it's some oh. of the be- it's some of the best wrestling yeah. you've ever seen in your life. And it was a point like just after they had that freeway unbreakable, Aye. where he battered Christopher Daniels, even though they were both heels. And just like just leather. them. It was just It was just. It was just such a vicious, I mean obviously Simone's submission machine, he's just so vicious. And you've seen signs size of that in his WWE run, but you just don't feel like it's gonna quite get there, you know? I mean, I think he's currently with Staff Ali in a few, I think they took could probably have good matches if they're given the time. But their there's,
2: well there's, well the perfect example, Mustafa Ali, mm-hmm. the tremid- he's matching with Stanley Bryant that. Um, outstanding. Mm-hmm. So, uh, do you know what I'm, I'm terrified, I'm like, please put me around, please, please let me be around. Almas. Yeah. 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 If he is not WWE Champion, I'd, I'd just get up with WWE, oh, blab. known as Andrade. Andra- He's Honestly, but you've seen his match against Gargano at TakeOver. Mm-hmm. You've seen him against Alistair Black. And then you see seen his match against Ray. Even yeah. I mean, you Ray. I come on. I, series, Seriously. Seriously, That looks like it's going to continue as well. I'm, I'm yeah. I tell them every week. And blab for the next 52 weeks. Remus Deo Almas. I'll be happy cool. with that. I'm happy with that. <laughs> See that powerbomb off the top rope? That was amazing. Oh, yeah. The the lift up uh, into the Canadian uh, Destroyers, ah 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 ah. Strikers, I need a, a towel. <laughs> <laughs> but no, there's just there's so many guys, and we could do this list for ages. But it's just the sad thing is, it's going to happen. It's just, we're going to we can do this list in ten years time again. Yeah, before I still living. <laughs> <laughs> wow Quack, <laughs> <No, laughs> really wow. <laughs> uh, you said you've got a whole Yeah,
4: um, I've got Rusev yes. I would
2: say that, aye another Rusev is one Cesaro
4: Oh, yeah
2: There's
3: a, a good one, that's a, that's a cracking one Cesaro, Sami Zayn, NXT Some of the best wrestling you'll ever see in your,
1: in your life Why do you think these guys aren't getting the push? Is it because Again, I hate to bring up, but we know how Vince thinks. Is it the aesthetics these guys just don't have the look? Is it their mic skills? They don't feel like they've got the charisma? Or is it the fact that the man just doesn't think they're actually good wrestlers? I mean, what is it you think is holding these I guys he's back?
2: He's stuck in all the way. Yep. See, see if you look at NXT, what these guys are allowed today and what they can do under Triple H. it sleeps and bounds above WWE. And I said this, when did Randy Orton debut in WWE? 2002. 2002. So in three years... He has been in WWE for twenty year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yet this this is the thing when Austin and the kind see when back in the, this sounds so old. See back in the day, Austin. How long did his career last? The WWE career was about what six year. About later, about eight right. Years, like Shawn Michaels oh. went, came, and then left. Rocked in the same. Everybody's lifespan in the WWE was about six year, seven year. You've got guys that's in that's this cool. now who've been there for twenty years. And they did not want to let their spot go. And just kind of like, that's what's killing it. There's guys you look and go, oh, look, Jeff Hardy versus Randy Orton. I could get a DVD for 10 years ago and watch the same match.
1: Yeah. Well, again, it could be the fact that sometimes I feel that SmackDown like, is not, not utilising the roster. Because Orton's kind of a part-time contract now. He's not really there all the time. And I think because they've got nowhere to go, they'll just throw him in. Right. I mean, they'll pull in viewers. You know, again, that needs to be rectified. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I look at the NXT roster right now, I personally can only see one, from the male perspective, only one man coming up and being either Universal or WWE Champion, and that's Alistair Black. I don't I, see that. I, I, uh, no. I think they just look at Ciampa and Gargano, who are phenomenal wrestlers, and they'll just go, they're 2W, put them in 205. That's, or, be that's my carders. fear. And that's I shocking. Like Daniel Bryan did so well to break down that barrier, but... I just, I, don't, I think if Triple H is given the chance to actually get his teeth in and just go right I'm gonna run with this, I think you've got chances of these guys being the guys, but I think as long as Vince is gonna keep his fingers in, these are gonna be mid-carders at best, I think knowing he's black would maybe get it, he's technical, uh, you know, he's he's quite good in the mix, he's got the deep dark bit so he could be like the new phenom if you want, you know, the Undertaker's Apprentice character idea sort of thing like that, but I just feel he's the only one, potentially,
2: but, because purely, purely because of his size. But see, with yeah. Dallister Black, though, see the whole, the way he is in NXT. Have you noticed? I, I don't know if anyone's seen this. See, like, say, Sanity, the white, like Bray white, and all that. They've got really sharp edges and they're really cutting and they're quite dark. Mm. come to the main roster and seem to smooth them off. Ascension is yeah. the same. It's just kind of, aye, Ascension. Ascension just smooth yeah. them off so they're nice and cutesy and then give them out there and you're like, ah, well, I don't care now. Mm. So that's. that's, that's uh, you know what's that? You're right just went, oh
3: the thing about the, san- <laughs> the thing about Sanity, though, know, the great about NXT is that they just came out and caused chaos. And then SmackDown.
1: Sanity debut in two weeks. <laughs> that's not chaos. <laughs> you know, we know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely. And you've talked talk about Killian Dean, was I've seen that we were discussing actually in our chat recently. Killian Dean has not won a single match since he went up to the main roster.
2: But yeah, it was via the MVP yeah. the the war games when he swallowed the key, which was hilarious. <laughs> he put up a 40 the next day and x-ray, somebody swallowed a key, <laughs> <didn't know that. laughs> I was like, is that yours? But I'm like, how funny is that? i like, there you go, you, that, you've got talent who can go outside the box and make something funny or make something relevant. And as you see, they go to SmackDown one mm. you're like, really? Is Nicky like, yeah. like you Nolan know, Raw as well? she's been on both there's a yeah, chance the, the waters with you yeah. send seconds, it to Smackdown so the two of them can be together and just can deliver people
1: she's great in the rubble she, aye <laughs> she did some pop as well for her entrance
2: aye she really did I was skilled by like hey that was just brilliant yeah. Bounced it off the guard, feeling running.
5: <laughs> <laughs> See, <laughs> when you're looking at the other side of things, out that you said there about these guys being like Champer Gargano being too small, you look at someone at the other end of that, like Braun Strowman, mm-hmm. who hasn't done anything yet. Yeah. He's had his chance and they've never mm-hmm. put him over. Do you think he'll be one
1: of these guys that'll do the same? Very possibly. I, mean, I think I they've had the, tra- the chance to pull the trigger, and they failed so many times. And it's like the range thing they, they had the chance to pull range at the Rumble I mean, years away. ago, they didn't do it, and by the time they pulled the trigger, nobody cared yeah. because if they pulled it in the time he was at the
3: rumble that would have been he'd Str- have been a superstar yep. Strowman's well. time was this year's
1: WrestleMania
3: I think and then they got put in that tag title match with Nicholas yeah another
2: one who won this list in the years' time <laughs> <laughs> well I was, kind of, was kind of get a earlier I could have pulled it I could have put money on that and be saying Strowman will never be I think he would be WWE champion but I think he'll be Universal champion at some point he's of the
3: are they ever going to pull up the trigger on him though? It just, yeah. it just feels like it's delayed and delayed and now he's just, his momentum is flat. the
1: range thing. They're going to pull it at the wrong time and they're going to turn on him. Yeah. And it just doesn't matter what the guy does, he's just going to get hell. Look at Razor, they've gone so many quality matches and they still couldn't catch a break.
2: Do you think their theory like Big Shaw? Like, oh, we, well, the Big Shaw was coming in with leather on people. knew they could beat him. It was the only person that could beat him was Kane. And that was it. And then they went Oh well, we get to Strowman who we're going to get who we're like going to take after because realistically nobody else can take the title after him so give him a belt and they'll mm-hmm. be able to go it. that's how Jim Cornette said they never put the title on Andre he sold it to Biase because they went who's going to beat him for it
1: yeah mm. that's a fair point it is absolutely well as we said there's a lot of major stars that are really let's be honest some of us are quite worried about we'll never make it and hopefully five years time we have that show again if we may do it they're not going to be on it you know that's the hope Um, (laughs) (laughs) Nicholas will be Nicholas (laughs) will be maybe the 10 year anniversary different story yeah absolutely but um, I'm going to squeeze on one last point Um, I'm going to ask guys very quickly this is just a thought that came up when I was doing my research to be a Hall of Famer do you have to have had the WWE or Universal Championship no yes or no answer no no I would say no no
2: just a thought. Because all people said you had to, to get into that. Well, yeah, uh, DB is in it. Piper's in it. Yeah. It's just like, the Hall of Fame, doesn't it? I shouldn't go on or oh, you've felt because the thing is with wrestling, you never really win a title. So I don't think saying oh he's ever had a world title with came in the Hall of Fame. It's like well, the guy could out wrestle i I'd say Johnny Gargano could out wrestle Hulk Hogan. a Snake could out wrestle Hulk Hogan. Aye. Aye.
1: Coco
3: be in the Hall of Fame, come
2: on. So, yeah. no, it's just, people go, oh, Hogan's the greatest of all time, his matches are like a blueprint, it's, everything's the same.
1: He did the greatest for
2: wrestling at the time, but, but he's not the greatest. Arnold's yeah. the
1: biggest name in wrestling. Aye, yeah. he's, he's the best wrestler, a...
2: people say that, greatest wrestler of all time. No,
4: of
1: course. <laughs> you don't watch wrestling then.
2: It's <laughs> <laughs> like the same people who say Big Daddy's the best?
1: Or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And on that note I think we're going to Wrap up there So Again this has been Our show on Superstars who should have Climbed the top But didn't Again I want to Give my thanks to Stephen Starkin, Dick Allen, Stephen Wilson And also Our main man here Sir Quack i the Day. I'm not the main man alright then fine I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, next week we have a show on Undertaker's greatest rivalries which I'll be back but I won't be hosting some of you may be happy about that I don't know I don't even, the host better remember he's hosting <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you three to one he doesn't <laughs> yeah. I'll leave it like because he'll be sitting going
3: who is it I've been planning for your stag doing oh, you're, you're hosting tomorrow
2: oh
1: <laughs> yes yes in case you didn't catch that Yeah. My stag's two days later, so it's going to be messy. Um, again, thanks very much for everyone for listening. Thanks again to the panel here. Take care now. Thank you. Listen, cunts, I don't care what the f you think
5: you're doing, whatever you think is more important with your life, you th- honking bag of d*** tips. You know what you should be doing? You should be going online, you should be subscribing, you should be listening to the back catalogue of eat, sleep, suplex, retweet, tweet, whatever the f*** you're doing, that's what you should be doing. I don't care if it's your mum's birthday, I don't care if she's feeling contractions, get on it right now!